We're talking about the census, as today is the day you need to have it done by. It's today is census day. I mean, now they're allowing you to fill it out before and send it in and do all that stuff. The old-fashioned people like me, census day is you fill it out on your census day uh, after dinner on census day. That was always my way. I've been a little bit unsure about, about why we need to have uh, a census in the modern world. Chris Knox is the head of newsroom data for the New Zealand Herald, and he joins me now. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Nick. Firstly, if you've got any questions whatsoever on your census and you're confused, we can help you. Chris is going to be our expert. 0800 80 1080. Give us a call and you can ask Chris a question if you've got anything that you want to know about it, and he'll do his very best to answer. How important is census in the year 2023? I think it's very important. Um, it, it's funnily, I think it's more important and less important. Uh, Tell us why. So basically, more and more of decisions about us are being made based on data. And so the government has a heap of data, which you've mentioned before, so they know a lot about us. But every single set of data they have is incomplete for various reasons. And so the the reason we need census is basically to sanity check all the rest of those data sets. So if they run off and make a whole bunch of decisions about us based on those other data sets and never check them against something like census, then ultimately we're going to see things that that are wrong. So how secure uh, is the information we give to the government? The census is is extremely secure. It's probably one of the most secure tough sets of data. So census forms get destroyed, online responses get destroyed. Uh, I'm not sure the, the exact timeline on that, but they, stats goes through an enormous set of steps to ensure confidentiality. So the name goes to a number and then the, everything gets wiped, so the name's gone. Yes. So then I ask you, John Tamahiri on Q&A said that uh, he sort of, ah, census, census, Maoris don't fill them out. That was his kind of like attitude towards it. Um, that's not a good result for us, is it? No, it's not a good result. Uh, and and the impact of that was seen like during the, uh, the COVID response. So there was a lot of, because there have been issues with the previous census, particularly uh, low response rate among Māori, created all sorts of problems in t- terms of tailoring things like vaccine rollout. And, and that. so when you get something like that, you actually really need that detailed data about where people are and how many, and that sort of thing. And they didn't. What was the major issue? Because all we keep hearing about is the 2018 census was a, was a dud, it was a bad one, it was something wrong. What, what went wrong? What I think went wrong was that there were, the transition to online was too fast. So, so basically, that was the first one. That was online? the first online census, uh, and and I think that possibly uh, a lot of decisions were made in a very Wellington focused kind of way, where people were like, yeah, of course, and and without recognising a lot of people don't have access to, and that's why. So last time, three percent of households received printed forms. This time, forty four percent, I believe, of households have received printed forms to try and 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 provide people with far more options than they had last time. Were you confused that they were sending out more than one to a, to a house so that, you know, some people, Jack, for instance, got four in his house? Yeah. Why? Um, I mean, I think they're probably, uh, last time they under... Reformed? Un- Under-delivered those, those forms and that information, so this time they're compensating for that. And I think so. so something like Jack's, obviously, you know, there's a lot of... Um, it's a flat. There's more churn. You'd expect them to kind of overshoot. 0800 80 1080. Chris Knox is our data expert with our organisation and he 
is kind of our resident census expert. Um, well, he's he's the guy that knows more about it than anyone else. So 0800 8010, if you've got a quick question for Chris, we'll take it. You can uh, ask him anything you want to do. What is achieved by having all this extra data? So, um, so basically it, it, it allows – so all the other data sets kind of miss people. So, for example, um, the Ministry of Health has a very good set of data on – on most individuals, sick people, but it doesn't have much information on well people. Uh, and so, and particularly the people that are missing from the Ministry of Health's data are, are males largely aged between 15 and 35 because people of that age are mostly healthy and males don't get prescriptions for birth control. But surely that there'd be other, uh, IRD would have the, the records and information on those people. Uh, there'd be other uh, driver's licenses would have that information. They would, but New Zealand doesn't have an ID number. So there's actually no formal link between your IRD number, your driver's license number, and your um, health number. Could that be something that we should look at? It is something. Other countries do have it. So far, there's been pretty strong resistance from the New Zealand population to linking up uh, and having a uniform. The other one we keep forgetting about is a passport. I mean, most people have a passport, don't they? But again, it's not linked. And so if you, and, and a lot of people land up for various reasons, sometimes um, legitimate and sometimes illegitimate, using multiple names when they interact with government. And so it becomes very difficult to actually track it if an individual is making it hard or intentionally or otherwise to follow. Like, for example, I know that I have three different numbers representing me to the health system. Okay. So if you are sitting here listening to our show, driving home from work or going somewhere for, for work, and you were trying to get across to people the importance of filling out a census form, if you gave it to one spiel, what it would be? I, I personally think it's more important than voting. I think that in terms of um, in terms of the impact on your life and the decisions that get made about you, I think that, that, that uh, there's more value to you personally uh, than you get from voting. If you could see me now, I'm on my knees. I can't believe it that Chris has just said that. He's just said that he thinks his personal view, not the company's view, his personal view is. Uh, so do you think that this can be used for decisions in government? It's used, Yes, it's used all the time. Um, particularly, and I think like local governments make a lot of use of the data. Uh, also, the other thing that's really important to remember is that that this data Let's us check on the government. So, for example, one thing that I'm really looking forward to is to see. So, the last census was the first time we asked about mould in people's dwellings. This time will be the second time, and it's going to be. And in that time, a whole lot of policy has been rolled out. It's going to be really interesting to see whether or not that policy has had any impact on the amount of mould that we see. So, people like you, who are, are a, uh, a data reporter, when will you get the information, and how much information will they give you so we can find out? So around December is when I'm expecting the um, the the kind of so they they'd release it in in three steps. So they kind of the national total numbers come out first, but the numbers that I'm really interested in are basically the suburb suburban neighbourhood level numbers. So we'll actually be able to do things and look and see like which neighbourhood in New Zealand has the most mouldy houses and has that changed? Fantastic! I, I've changed my tune. I've absolutely changed my tune just talking to Chris. Thank you very much. That's Chris Knox, uh, New Zealand Herald uh, Newsroom Head of Data.